0: <laughs> it's, it's like a hat you know how long does it take for a hat to get ruined wow. so yeah, it like... sits on it <laughs> <laughs> exactly so that so, so so, so the camera got bounced around a little bit unfortunately page, but, yeah. or on page 155 <clears throat> okay so what we said in the first chapter of this discourse I am dark and I am beautiful is that Although it seems that um, that the uh, various soul energies that we have are compromised because of our animal soul and uh, being, in, being married to the animal soul, not just that we have an animal soul uh, that, that lurks in the border of our uh, uh, outside and tries to seduce us, but yet we animal soul is, is in us. And the animal soul. We learned yesterday how it its whole essence is drawn after animalistic things, and so it not only does it it does it um, hide the neshama, but it but it darkens the neshama itself, because the animal soul's whole essence is is about the gashmi is about the physicality. So that is what darkens our neshama, but not, but yet the souls of this world sate the souls in Gan Eden, the souls of Jerusalem, which are called daughters of Jerusalem, the daughters of Jerusalem, the souls which are not in this world. We say to the souls which are in the higher world, we say we are beautiful despite our darkness. We are beautiful. That we are able to reach a higher level than those souls which are still in heaven. We have a higher, a higher and deeper kind of beauty. What shot? How do we have a higher beauty if we're in an animal soul that wakes up in the morning? It's me ani. Everyone has a different made the ani. You know the made the ani of the animal soul. Is I need to make more money. The mei ani of chassid is I need to make a dear tachdeim and make a home for Hashem in the world. So if you are you're 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 in this animal soul, which is which is about just. times Hashem, it's good. It says I don't know why people do or don't do it, but the Shachmarach says you have to be every day. What? It seems you should see. There actually once said this. This I do know. There was said that that. Uh, if throughout the day you have a uh, question and you have a suffolk what to do, you can strengthen your connection to Hashem by saying Midani, get clarity. Okay, let's go further. How do we make our neshama so beautiful For if it's getting darker by the animal soul? You see it? It says about the neshama a garden spring, a well of fresh living waters. Peter, the spring refers to the soul. Just like a spring is a source of flowing water. So too, the neshama, it is the only, it is the primary source of life that animates a human being. Just like a wellspring is a source of where the, all the water comes from, what's your mayan? What makes you? What gives you? What's your life force? The life force is in the shem. And what kind of wellspring is it? It's called a garden spring. Why is it called a garden spring? Because where is in the Shama? Where is it stationed? It's stationed in the gardens. In the higher or lower level of Gandhi. That's the place of the Neshama's uh, station. That's where it is. It's in Gandhi. And, uh, and and that's where you're, you, you what makes you tick is this Neshama, which is in Gandhi. The whole every single Neshama, based upon what level it's on, That is, that is the kind of um, based upon who the neshama is. That's where the neshama is in Gan Just like the Gemara says about the physicality of the body, next page, that Hashem made every single person's features. To be similar to the features of Adam. There is a form of man with which man becomes a man. And yet people are not the same. Although everyone looks like Adam, everyone has different faces, everyone has different opinion, have different perspective. So on the one hand we're all like Adam, and on, the other hand, on, the other, on the other hand we're not. Despite the fact that everyone looks different, they're all part of the same species of man, and they're all associated with being medaber, being speakers. The word, the unklus translates nefesh adam, um, a soul of man, as ruach a spirit that can speak. What distinguishes man over other over beast is man's ability to speak. That that as Chizuk uh, so says, that is associated associated with our power of intelligence, the power of chachma. That's why our power of speech specifically is what highlights us as man. But that's a bit of a different subject. But the point we're saying over here is that despite the fact that we have everyone has their own persona, we're all part of the same human race. It doesn't matter if you are an extraordinarily wise person who is revealing great wisdom with your words, or you're an idiot, you don't speak with intelligence. You're still part of that same human race that is able to speak, you're still part of that category of the human that can talk. So just like Everyone speaks about different things. Yeah, we're all part of the same race. So, too, is this regard, in regards to our souls? The Imeye is that Kasha called Nishama Simusun is, although all souls are called souls, in calls that kol called Nishama Nishama in Makam Tav Makam Dosa Fimuhusa. Yet, every Nishama, its stature in Ganadan, where it stands in Ganadan, depends on who that Nishama is. Every neshama is different, and that's that affects where it stands and. time and that's why every neshama is called a garden spring because every neshama has a place, has something, something um, has a place and. So our vitality in our in our body comes from neshama. What's in neshama? Neshama is called a spring, just like the springs a source of water. Why is it called the Garden Spring? Because the Neshama is from the Garden of Gedei. And by the Neshama descending and becoming vested within the body and the animal soul, and the Neshama brings refinement and purification to the body and animal soul through its Avedah. In this way, the Neshama becomes a well of fresh water. That means the Nishama actually becomes greater by coming to this world than its source in Gadonim. How so? So there begins a marshal from the way wellsprings work in this world. We'll see from the physical example of the way wellsprings work here to give us some insight to how the nishama's descent to this world enhances it. We're on top of uh, 157 you Just like physically, the water of all the springs comes from the depth of the earth, through the seas. And although the seawater is salty and you cannot drink it, It's only when the water travels through the channels of the earth, and they break through, the water breaks through the earth and comes out. It's by the water traveling through the channels in the earth and, and spurting forth from the ground. It's traveling through the channels in the earth. Not only takes away its saltiness, further, the, the, the traveling in the earth causes the water to become living water that animates the soul, that refreshes the soul. As a Pasek says, cold waters to a weary soul. So the, what makes the water better is traveling through the earth. This uh, concept, by the way, this uh, physical phenomena is uh, brought in a mind with the Altar Rebbe and the Tzemach Tzedek uh, quotes this to uh, address a certain scenario they had in, in Lubavitch they asked the Muzerik about the about the kashus of mikveh and lavavich and and the way that the water travels to the earth and, and the um said that the definition of mayim chayim what does living water mean it, it travels to the earth the, the minerals by going through the earth that makes the water better so he said this it's unusual that for a for a uh, Mimer to be a source of a halachic ruling anyways the imyeyisha lechem lavav and the shisah although it says that bread it satiates the soul of a man, the main thing is food. Food seems to be the source of life, of our energy, top of 158. As it says in the Pesach, we were sated with bread, and then we were well. So although bread seems to be the primary source of our sustenance, but drinking also gives a sense of satiation. As it says in the, in the Pasuk, that you will eat and you will be satisfied. It says you will eat, refers to eating. You'll be satisfied, refers to drinking. That only after you drink, after you eat, can you be satisfied. It says also in, in the Gemara, in the Shulchan it says, that anyone who eats does not drink, their food is like blood. Uh, I heard that the blood gets thicker or something through food, and you drink it makes it thinner. Um, but either way, you don't get satisfied until you drink. This makes me thirsty. Okay. In it's like is thinking that is not the way you practically apply, practically apply a is It goes further than that. <laughs> so, in addition to the um, the fact that drinking also satiates you, besides that, there's an advantage in drinking over eating, and that is that drinking water revives the soul like when someone faints. When you faint, all the faculties of your neshama become withdrawn, and only a tiny bit of life is still present. You have even less when you faint than when you sleep. When you sleep also, it uses the same expression, when a person sleeps, it says it's a 60th of death. But you still are more animated than when you faint when you sleep yes it's true that you are uh, you are you don't have your faculties in the same way that you are awake but the way your your faculties aren't present is um, is different to when you faint. When you faint, all your faculties suddenly withdraw. But when you sleep, when you sleep, there is a uh, you're resting from working throughout the day. So it's not that there's a sudden like re- sudden like breaking of of the life or sudden like uh, sudden sudden change of a sudden. You worked. Now you're resting. There there, there is a um, your your soul energies are retreating into the soul to be revived. Next page. Let's take for example your power of intelligence. When you sleep, your power of intelligence is not. uh, It's still present in your brain. It's still present in your brain, just it's not working. It's not. It's not active like when you're awake. So, to all soul powers, when you're asleep, they're retreating into the soul. They're going back to the soul to be energized. They're not active. They're going back into the soul. But it's not that they are withdrawn, like that you would say that all the soul energies are withdrawn. However, when you faint, your faculties recede. So you could say that all the soul energy has withdrawn from the person, it's left the person. That's why when you sleep, you dream. And when you wake up after you sleep, you remember what you saw when you dreamt. When you faint, you don't dream at all. And when the person is revived, he doesn't remember at all what he thought when he fainted. why is that? How come you dream when you sleep, and you don't dream when you faint? The reason for this is, is because when you dream, your soul energy is not revealed, but it's still present. But when you faint, your soul energy is withdrawn. How do you revive the soul? How do you bring back the soul energies once they have with, become withdrawn by fainting? When you when you faint and your soul energy withdraws, how do you revive yourself? You revive yourself through living waters. The living waters are what revive you from fainting. So, we learned in this parak. What do we what do we what do we discover over here? First of all, we learned about the main energy of a human being. The main energy of us, of a human being, is from a neshama. Second of all, we learned that the neshama is called a garden spring. Why is it called a garden spring? Because the neshama is in Gan Eden. And just like every person looks different, everyone, every soul has its own place in Gan Eden. And despite its greatness in Gan Eden, in order to become living waters, it has to go into this world. Now what's the, what's the benefit of living waters? So we learned about fainting. When a person faints, they have to have living waters to revive them. Not only does bread satisfy you, bread is something that uh, revives you. Bread is something that animates you. Bread is something that, I'm sorry, not bread. Water, it's not just, that it, does it satisfy you? Water also revives you when you have fainted. Water does something more than just food. Water revives you. When someone's fainting, they say, give him a glass of water. They don't say, give him a, a piece of bread. Give him a glass of water to revive him. Water revives you. So, what's the meaning of being revived as opposed to sleeping and waking up? So what we said is that when you sleep, your soul energies are present in your mind, just they are not active. When you faint, your soul energies are withdrawn. They're not there anymore. You need to bring them back into your into your into different parts of your body. So it it seems it sounds like uh, we have we have. Um, I'm 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 um, all ears for our for our doctor to give us some insight about this uh this phenomena of, I've I never heard of this before. The distinction between fainting and sleeping. But when you sleep it seems that your your brain your, is still in your mind, your mind is still in your brain, but it's just not active and therefore there are some things that, 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 that come up, some things you're still thinking about. But when you faint, the soul energy has departed from your brain. It's not there it, it's not there in your brain at all. Therefore, you don't think at all. You don't dream at all. It's de- it's departed. It's, it's it's gone away. It's not just that it's that it's that it's not active, and it's going into itself. It's 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 completely not there anymore. Um, and do, how do you revive yourself after being in a state of fainting? You need to have the living waters. Now we're going to see what those living waters are. Any, any, anyone have any insight in this? Fainting, dreaming. You got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. When you faint, you your blood pressure goes down considerably. You know, 50, 60 millimeters of mercury. You vasodilate suddenly. Your blood pressure collapses. You know, like sometimes when you stand up break quickly, you know, you get that feeling of being dizzy. Yeah. So you, you, your brain is not functioning at that level of blood pressure. Whereas you're sleeping, your blood pressure is pretty normal. That's a simple explanation. Your blood pressure is, um, what changes to your blood pressure exactly? What, what happens? You get a tremendous vasodilation expansion of all the blood vessels. Okay, they lose their, their normal tone. When the blood vessel has this normal tone, it, it uh, constricts and the available amount of fluid body, uh, you know, blood in your body is kept at a certain pressure. When the blood vessels dilate, you know, all of a sudden the capacity of the blood system is enormous and the blood pressure falls down and your brain won't function on 50, 60 millimeters mercury. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So therefore you cannot think, you cannot dream. no your brain is gone. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're at survival level of perfusion. Okay, thank you for clarifying that, Dr. Resson. Very good. Okay. So let's now go to the living waters, and that's the meaning of the Pasek, a garden spring, a well of fresh water. The soul comes from a well spring, it comes from a garden spring, it comes from these higher gardens, in the lower or higher level of Ganeiden, and just like the water of the ocean, by traveling through the channels in the earth, it becomes living waters in a cano of Nishama Dei Dosun Lamatal Savashkutashbamas by the Nishama descending into a body, into an animal soul. Ubakah says my And it pierces through the dust dust of the earth. Just like the water pierces through the dust of the earth, so too your body was made from the dust of the earth. And when your neshama is able to pierce through the body, pierce through the body, which is also like the dust of the earth, what happens when neshama goes through and shines and pierces through the body, you can see some neshama beneath the surface of the body pierces through, then the neshama becomes living waters. And Hashem reaches a higher level. There's more soul there when it pierces through. You want to say something? It says Hashem made a human being earth out of the earth. The difference between the way Hashem made a human being to the way Hashem made all other creatures is as follows. Next page. God made all other creatures so that their body and soul were made at the same time and their body and soul have a relationship to each other. For example, when Hashem made inanimate things, the body of inanimate and the soul of the inanimate are at the same level. The both the the body and the soul are called in the realm of the inanimate, it's a, a, a the soul that animates. The water is called nefesh ademim. It's, it's a inanimate soul. However, by human being, it's different. By human being, Hashem gave us a soul, medaber, gave us the highest kind of soul. And where do you put the soul? He put the soul into a body, which the body, when Hashem made it, was inanimate. First, Hashem made the body. The body at first was inanimate, and then Hashem put into the soul, into the body rather, the highest kind of soul the body is made up of all four elements but predominantly the body is made of earth I'm sorry we're talking now about first the inanimate things inanimate things are made of all four elements of fire, water, wind and earth but inanimate things predominantly are from the earth and the soul in inanimate things are It's it's an inanimate soul. So too with vegetation and animals, their soul and body are are the same level. Hashem made animals with a soul in the animal. Hashem made trees with a soul in the trees. So the soul uh, and the body of each creature is uh, in sync with each other. However, by human being, the body of the human being and the soul of the human being are distant with the in the poles apart <laughs> looking at a human being from the perspective of his at the, from the angle of his body the human being is the lowest <laughs> all other beings were created with their soul all other beings were created with their form which means that they were created with already a soul animating it next page but a human being was a human being was created to be inanimate it was created lower than everything else without any soul but looking at the human being from the perspective of his soul he's higher than the angels okay so that's the um, those are the two two um, polar opposites within a human being he has the body and he has the soul the body is from the, in the inanimate, and yet the soul is from the higher the Malach, and this is the uh, mission that gives Hashem gives a Jew, and the Jew has to go from the highest place and to go into the lowest body, and specifically by this marriage, the neshama reaches a uh, a higher place. It produces the living waters that Hashem doesn't have in Gan